Hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at. I know I'm in an alleyway. I know I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers. That's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. Did you did you ever do slip and sides when you were? Bro, yeah, of course. I had, I, had, I had a slip and slide. Hell yeah. I'm. I'm always, is it weird to say that I was like afraid of slip and slides? Not afraid, but like. What were you scared it was, of? It was Bear a thing of. Me. What, were, what were you I scared never, of? I never committed enough. Oh. And I couldn't build enough momentum. And, and I was afraid of just mm. like slamming myself down because I was always a heavy kid. So if I go onto my stomach, that's going to hurt. Like there's, I can't just there's like. There's definitely I, a technique. You think it would be like a seal slide. But like I was never good at that. <laughs> You'd think it would just be like, will it just slide around and get right yeah. in there? The the round chubby little boy that I was, you think I would just be like, woo, like on my belly, like a big old seal, but I wasn't. Well, I was afraid, and I was like, Ugh. I, you know, I. It's possible to do it without slamming yourself down. That should be noted. Yeah. You know. And number two, I think there's still time for us to remedy this. Your days of slipping and sliding don't have to be over. I, you don't want them to be. I think slip and slides are. Are they better when they're on a hill? I remember somebody put mm. a slip and slide on a hill and they just basically got a big old tarp and then they put soap on it and then water. Um, Putting soap that... on it is a, is a pretty clutch move. I never thought about that. We yeah, had ours on on, uh, on on a flat yard and it still worked pretty darn well. Mm. I was pretty impressed did, with it. Did you have anything at the end of it? Was there like I mean, a, there's just a like an, thing? There's like an inflatable thing that you like hit so that you don't just like slide right off into grass and get your skin all torn up. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, I mean, <laughs> more often than not, you'd be going fast enough that you just face plant into the <laughs> that's, inflatable that's thing. Also and that's of. That was your break. Your break was just like face planting into it, but it wasn't unpleasant because it was just like a squishy, like inflated little thing. Do you remember, thing. there was a slip and slide thing that I remember, like it was a commercial from like the 90s or like 2000s. And it was, there was like a big alligator at the end of it, but the, it became a cartoon alligator in the commercial and like they ate, ate the, the children oh my god it's <laughs> terrifying like, to me to me no <laughs> uh excuse me slip and slide you had me up until the point in which i get eaten yeah it, there's it just bites down and there's just like bloody feet with your own blood <laughs> oh, slip no. and slide <laughs> it oh, just no. goes back to normal yay i think at some point we're gonna have to do a, a, a dive into exploration of weird kids commercials because that's a whole realm of advertising that is buck wild it's it would have to be mostly like i can't think of modern commercials that i'm like this is some buck wild stuff it's mostly old 90s like 90s 90s, was the peak 80s was also pretty wild but it was more like he-man's gonna fight his enemies like (laughs) just normal stuff kind of yeah that would be a good deep dive anyway but we're not going to do that now because we're starting up our podcast, Segment City. Welcome, everybody, to Segment City. My name's Will Kane. Uh, slip and slide. What's the opposite of amateur? Amateur. I'm not an expert. And I'm I'm Theo Sapakos, your elite pro level gold star, uh, number one ranked s- slide and slipper. 
and this is a podcast in which we talk about slip and slides just all day, every day. Just, that's why that's we call we, it. We're just slipping <laughs> in everywhere. That's why I call it sl- Slippin' City. Slippin' City. Uh, this is a podcast in which Theo and I have segments each week in which we I don't know what Theo's going to do. And that's the fun of it. it we, it's a comedy podcast. We try to make each other laugh. We try to make you guys laugh with our funny segments. And now we're going to start with our normal funny segment. This is uh, This is a little bit. We're getting into summer, Theo. You're telling me it's hot. It's getting hot. It's, ha- it's... Oh, wait, here's a classic comedy setup. Here you go. I'm gonna yeah. lob it. I'm gonna. Are you ready? I'm gonna right. lob it. Yeah, to I'm, you. I'm ready. I got yep. the mitt ready. <clears throat> How hot is it? Uh, ice cold. Shit. Damn it. <laughs> well, I set you up so nicely. Oh, you know, we'll get it one bitch. of these times. We're 52 episodes in. At one of these times, we'll we'll pull off a joke. No. Yeah. One of the one one time people will laugh. Yeah. Uh, this is. This is Will's stupid thought. Is tanning lightly toasting oneself? It's like putting a ham in the oven at like <laughs> at like at like you two, big ham you at like two fifty. Where it's like it's not it's not like quite warm enough to it's really a, cook it, but it's gonna it's get, a slow it's bake. Get like it's a like what bit. you do with what you what you do with ribs. Mm-hmm. You, you want to slow get them in the oven. Hmm, what think, do you what do you think the worst food to eat before sunbathing is? The worst food to eat before sunbathing. I feel like what he, do you mean? I feel like eating a big pot roast and then going up to sunbathe <laughs> would absolutely destroy you. I don't think that's uh, is a core. I think you're, if you you're, had you're, sticky be, stuff, you'd be hot on the inside and then you'd be hot on the outside, and your hotness on the inside from Ooh. the pot roast could not escape through your skin. Soup. Soup. Soup is, soup is big, absolutely a big a no, big no. tomato soup and then a nice suntan. That's a bad that's a bad day. <laughs> a nice uh broccoli cheddar and then going and laying in the hot sun. I think but the, here's the thing, I don't most foods I feel like don't really affect how I am in that way. I guess a hot thing as opposed to like a nice cool Yeah, if you had a nice like, cool like lemonade strawberries, and, right, yeah, some, some watermelon. Yeah, that I. But like, I can't imagine unless I was covered in like orange juice and stuff, and it starts like <laughs> magnifying the the. Are like, you are you saying that you, what you're suggesting here is that you've accidentally spilled orange juice all over yourself? Yeah. And now you're and gonna, I, instead of wiping it up, you're just gonna lie in the sun and lie in yeah, the filth. Yeah. It's I, like I, it's I, like I a, have no I have no resolution for you. <laughs> it's like a nice glaze for the ham that is me. <laughs> So then we put that's you in the oven thing. at two fifty, and then you get a yeah. nice little glaze going. Yeah, that's that's a bad. Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> that's I, uh, a bad. That's a bad. Is it lightly toasting yourself? If I put some bread out in the sun, what happens to the bread? It gets eaten by ants. Other than that, also <laughs> birds. The birds would also eat it. A Animals lot. will take advantage of your free bread any day. I have my birds own say, little terrarium. Only it's a greenhouse for my toast. There's there's an expression in the animal kingdom that says there's no such thing as a free lunch until Will tries to experiment by putting bread outside on a hot day. <laughs> then there's a free lunch. I keep going to the duck park and throwing out <laughs> bread, and they, they keep like, damn eating it. You keep eating it. You're like, damn it, this is for science, ducks. Leave it alone. Yeah, this is this is some science bread, because people have cooked stuff on, on like eggs on their dashboards and stuff on hot days. Could a, you to- right. could you toast toast in the sun? Like, what is the? Because 
because I got we talked about last episode a little bit about Tanek. <laughs> so you know this this whole this whole hypothetical depends on me holding a piece of bread outside when it's really yeah. hot out and being like, "Gosh darn, I wish this was toast." Am, am I getting <laughs> toastier than this bread? <laughs> Who's the question? Will it toast? New show on on Science Channel. Will it toast? W- will it toast? Will is toast. <laughs> will is, is toast. And yes. the sun. Yes, because I'm gonna get sunburnt. Um. Yeah. Is, well, are you are you uh when right, well, let's, when let's look at this question is cuz I thought of cuz tanning is your your skin gets uh darker, gets more melanin, correct? Sure. Uh That's what toast does. I don't in think the toaster. I think biologically speaking they're not it's, the same they're process. different processes, <laughs> but is it is it a similar vibe? It on the scale of not a vibe to yeah dude vibe it's i'd give it a dude where's my car out of my out of town okay (laughs) i think we've just established we're never going to answer this because we're just there's no comfortable like there's no way to answer this it's it's approximately the same it is just a stupid thought that Mm. it is just you're you're lightly toasting yourself if you put your arm in the toaster oven what happens you die (laughs) <laughs> your, whole, yeah, I don't know. your whole body dies if you just put your arm in the dust oven that's a pretty yeah oh i was thinking about fork never mind if you put you just get burnt, you get <laughs> thinking, burnt. oh you think i was suggesting you just like stick the fork in the toast oven yeah no no because no. then put a fork in you you'd be done mm. boom got him next segment next segment <laughs> <laughs> wow what a what a good thought it wasn't. You, you both hated it. I liked, go. it. I liked exploring <laughs> that dreamscape that you thought of for us. It's just little peeks into my stupid mind. Mm. So what do you what are you thinking for your segment? I've Theo? got a segment for you um, that is five odd TV shows. Just uh, odd. Just just, just odd. a little bit. They're, like ooh, uh, not weird. They're just odd. They're all game shows. Um, oh, okay. Weird game shows. I'm, and when I say that. when I say five, I actually mean four because I think I got too lazy to do a fifth one. Okay, don't say that. That's, <laughs> <laughs> don't don't inform me of that. So it is. I'm gonna have four, to deduct your pay. It is four. Um, so I'm delivering eighty percent of what was promised. Can Can I just have a quick question? Of, sure. Are any of these uh, from Japan? Or any other foreign country, or are these all no? These American? are American TV shows, I believe. American and British, I should say. All right, American that's fair. All right, so here are some odd TV shows. Number okay. one, this one's called The Fifth Wheel. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. It's you go on a date with two couples. Yep. Here we go. The Fifth Wheel is an American <laughs> dating reality TV <laughs> Wait, series. That, uh-huh. Another prediction. You have to steal one of the spouses of one of the other couples. Get this man a job. Excuse me. Reality TV, get this man a job. I, oh. I'd watch this. I would too. You got to steal. <laughs> you got to you gotta be Mr. Steel. Her girl, you got to be your girl. A, a steal of it. Yeah. The Fifth Wheel is an American dating reality series that aired in syndication from 2001 to 2004. The show would, would, would begin with two men and two women, all of whom were sent out on a joint date. Then a provocative fifth man or woman, hence the fifth wheel, <laughs> would join the group. Very provocative. Where the lowest cut v-neck you can imagine. 
comes in just with a big hot dog costume. <laughs> I'm inspiring conversation. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing a weird voice. Hello, I'm here. I'm provocative. Does anyone want to go on a date with me? Do you want to go on a date to Candyland? At that point, the participants would swap partners to learn more about them and decide if they would like to go out with each other. The cameras would follow. Wait, oh, so this is kind of what I said. Except yeah, he's not pretty much. Ste- Mr. Steal your girl. He's he's you're you're take you're swapping. You're swapping, and someone's get left alone. Imagine if your your significant other wasn't on board when it was like, wait, what? <laughs> huh? I have to the go over George would, now. The cameras would follow their every move while commentary in the form of subtitles, animations, and thought bubbles was added to the show's producer. <laughs> so they just added bullshit. Yeah, they added bullshit. They're just like, they look like they're confused, so I'm going to put in a thought bubble that says, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused, just to let the, the watchers really know. At the end, they would all vote on whom would they would like to go out with, with an option of choosing nobody as well. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all schlubs. The, the catchphrase for the show was, where strangers become friends, friends become lovers, and lovers become bitter, suicidal exes, all within what? the same show. What? <laughs> Excuse me, what? I would, okay. The, the, the idea of going on a show, meeting a person, and going through the entire tumultuous thing of going through a relationship, and then just being like, I'm... Tony, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> After like two episodes. After two episodes. And he's just like, listen, Barb, you can always vote for nobody. <laughs> and Barb is like making a noose and she's like, wait, what? I can't. Huh? <laughs> I can, wait, you're telling me I can just go home after this and I oh, never I'm have to see do you again? That. Oh, let's just do that. That's easier. Do I not get money? Like, what's the like? And they're like, no, you just get love. No, fuck that. No, I'm fuck leaving. I'm, I'm out of here. I got Tinder now. This is fine. <laughs> All right, number two. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, I'm done with that. Number one. That two. Touch the truck. Oh, uh, let me guess. Yeah. It's tag, but with trucks. <laughs> <laughs> you got to really just. Sorry. Yeah, let's flesh this idea out that you've got because it's better than this one. So what you're saying is that um, you get intest- contestants in a ring. Yeah. And they play bumper it's a cars. But no, it's a with, monster truck okay. and you're not in a car and you have to just touch it with a gu- without getting run over. And uh, <laughs> oh, so, or, I, so I think bumper cars you, would also work. Me and you are playing and you're in the truck and I'm on foot and I can't <laughs> get run over. Yeah, you got to make sure you don't get run over. Okay, by, so the prize, is, truck. the prize is leaving with your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I think I think maybe we gotta workshop this a little bit because I think the insurance costs would probably be through the fucking roof. Oh, no. But I think there, there's a there's a nugget here. There's or, a core, or, core of truth. People would love to see people play tra- tag with a monster truck. I, I think do, that's, that's what they really want. I do enjoy your thing of bumper cars, which is just a monster truck rally. If you think about it, yeah, and the prize is actual money. Yeah. All right, touch the truck was a British Channel 5 endurance game show which aired in March 2001. Is it, was, it just one of those things where you just have to hold your hand onto the truck and <laughs> get the car? Hosted by Dale Winton and involved a group of 20 contestants holding onto a stationary yep. truck. Yep. <laughs> the last person left touching the truck won it. Jerry Middleton, 39, from Winchester, Hampshire, was the winner who managed to stay awake touching the vehicle for 81 hours, Jesus. 43 minutes, and 31 seconds. He stated that he was going to sell the vehicle to fund a political party. 
<laughs> Middleton stood at the 2001 general a... election in Kingston and Surbiton constituency and gained only 54 votes out of a turnout of 49,000. Jeez. Well, this guy just completely miscalculated. And he was just like, I just need this money for the support I know I'm going to get. Well, and maybe he was came. doing it for the viewership, but I'm telling you that if you were going to train a camera on a guy for 81 hours and then put that on TV, that's fucking miserable. This is the most boring game show I this can imagine. Possibly it's literally most... people just, unless they're peeing themselves, then it's fun. <laughs> but that's only going to last like maybe 30 seconds every couple of hours. Yeah. Do they have to keep touching it if they had to go twosies? So the rules were contestants uh, uh, contestants overran breaks. They were eliminated when they overran breaks, which were 10 minutes every two hours and 15 minutes every six hours. So you got hmm. breaks every two hours to go pee. So but that wouldn't ten, even happen. 10 minutes, I think, depending <laughs> on the, the twoser you have. Because someone... <laughs> you can't squeeze that into 15 minutes. Yeah, you have to make sure... Yeah. You have to. You have to really make sure. I just don't understand because the 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 crux of this show would be a commentator standing there with the people going. So how do you feel now? Still how holding about, on, huh? Still got that truck. What are, What are you going to do with the truck? Hands oh, look sweaty there. Oh, I already asked you that. He oh, just goes. All right. High five. Oh, almost oh, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> the final line of the summary is: contestants could also be drug tested to ensure fairness. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> He's on performance-enhancing drugs. Look at the grip strength he has on the truck. He's just like, I'm wired. I'm wired right I'm now. wired. I drank 14 Monster Energies before this, and I don't intend to crash. They're just like, you can take your hand off, and then he takes his hand, and there's an imprint of his hand. Oh, my God. All right. All right, next one. This one's yep. called Repo Games. Repo what Games is an American <laughs> game show on Spike. The series debuted on April 26, 2011. Hosts Josh Lewis and Tom DeTone were actual repo men. They visit actual owners of vehicles in danger of being repossessed and offer them a chance to have the debt fully paid off by playing a trivia game. This show... So you steal people's cars. You're repossessing people's cars on live on live TV. Yeah, which, which quite frankly might have some like personal repercussions if people find you because yeah. it has your name and stuff the game takes place wherever the vehicle is parked usually you're in the owner's driveway i'm sorry yeah. you're just gonna come up and film my driveway <laughs> <laughs> the vehicle is hooked up to a tow truck and the e- owner is given a chance to win it back by answering five general knowledge trivia questions <laughs> oh so it's cash cab, but it's but if you lose, then you have to take cabs everywhere. Then you have to take a cab to go get your to go get your car. Yeah. If the owner can answer three questions correctly, the vehicle is removed from the tow truck, and the owner gets it back with all delinquent payments and any outstanding load balance paid off by the show. If not, the tow truck owner drives away with the vehicle. <laughs> the first episodes were filmed in Phoenix, Arizona, Las Vegas, Nevada, and Dallas, Texas. Some eighty vehicles owners took part in the show. Uh, here's a little blurb about it. During the filming for a Las Vegas episode of Repo Games, 40-year-old Carlos Barron shot at the f- show's film yeah. <laughs> crew because the production van was parked outside of his home. He was later arrested for attempted murder. He was sentenced to 90 days in jail and five years of probation in June. Jesus! So they just walked onto outside. your property and he was just, first reaction, just gonna shoot. <laughs> so anyways, like, I started <laughs> blasting. <laughs> castle doctrine they're just like it's not doesn't apply when we're like outside of your home he's like castle doctrine you just start shooting oh my god just asking you're just asking to get shot at 
so what's number one? What's the number one of these? So this one, next one is called Queen for a Day. Have you heard of this one? This is a really, Ooh, this is a really old one that ha- that t- that was aired both in like the fifties and the forties and fifties. Ooh, fun! So, Queen for a Day is an American radio and television game show that helped to usher in American listeners and viewers' fascination with big prize giveaway shows. Radio and television. Yep. Is that like when a podcast is also on like has video of it? Like, what? What? Uh, what? They don't do that. We don't how do you make the, it? There's no technology for that, William. Stop lying to our listeners there is and I, it's basically just have youtube videos and then they just strip the <laughs> the audio out anyway what what do i need to do to become queen for a day the show opened with the host jack bailey asking the audience mostly women would you like to be queen <laughs> for a day i love how you just kind of slipped in there mostly women uh no that's, that's what it says <laughs> but, but I, I enjoyed how you put it in mostly women mostly women after this, the contestants were introduced and interviewed one at a time with commercials and fashion commentary interspersed in between. Each contestant was asked to talk about the recent financial and emotional hard times she oh, had been no. through. The interview would climax with Bailey asking the ten- contestants, oh, no. uh, the contestant, what she needed most and why she wanted to win Queen title of uh, the title of Queen for a day. <laughs> no, because you know there's going to be one lady who's like i just want to get a nice car and another person who's like i want to buy that dress so i can go out with tommy and another one's like i want the prize so i can feed my family yeah yeah <laughs> everyone's like yikes often the request was for medical care or therapeutic equipment oh. to help a chronically ill child oh. or might be for a hearing aid a new washing machine or a refrigerator many women broke down sobbing as they were describing oh, their no. plights oh no they're, li- they're literally just going on tv and begging for money please oh on, no. and not even it's on radio too so imagine just like the wholesome family like honey let's go listen to i want to be a queen for a day and it's just like oh my oh father my, my my cousin has has just the worst cancer and they're just like well honey i'm depressed now <laughs> The winning contestant was selected by audience using an applause meter. The harsher the contestant situation, the likelier the studio audience was to ring the applause meter's highest level. That just <laughs> feels so bad. Beg for us. Beg for our applause. The we win- have our, your life and death in our hands. The winner to the musical accompaniment of Pomp and Circumstance would be draped. <laughs> 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 oh, no. <laughs> would be draped in a sable trimmed red velvet robe giving a glittering jeweled crown to wear placed on a velvet upholstered throne and handed no. a dozen long stemmed roses to hold while her list of prizes was announced i don't like that the prizes began with the help of women the, re- the woman had requested and including a variety of extras many of which were donated by sponsoring companies such as a vacation <laughs> trip a night at the town with her husband a silver plated flatware, an array of uh, kitchen appliances, or a selection of fashion clothing. The losing contestants were given oh, a s- no. smaller prizes. I just need this money for for my <laughs> for my cousin because he's just he's dying in the hospital. But you listen, you didn't get that prize, but you did get some nice silverware. Oh, All right, you got a night on the town with your husband, but he's <laughs> gonna choose where you go because <laughs> it's the fifties. Bailey's trademark sign-off was, This is Jack Bailey wishing we could make every woman a queen for every single day. What a, <laughs> sh- what a shit-eating sentiment. And if she's not a perfect queen, feel free to beat her. Because oh, it's the 50s. It's the 50s, gosh. Oh, Welcome Lord. back to the 50s. Well, 
What was number five? Because you you said there was four, but no, there wasn't. There was four. There's no five. There's no five. You just uh, you looked at it. And you said this is bad. This is bad content. <laughs> I know. I, I I thought I prepared five, but I didn't. I prepared four. Oh, okay. You're just a bad. You're just bad memory boy. Yes. That's fine. Hey, but it's fine because we go from the reality of that to the fantasy of Dungeons and Dragons. Fantasy world. It's time for fantasy world. It's my little theme song. Yeah, I like that. We need more theme songs for this. <laughs> D&D for two. It's D&D for two. With me and Theo. I'm the DM, and Theo is the player. We've been playing this for a little while on the podcast, so let me just give a quick recap. You don't. Ne- I, I try to make these so you don't necessarily need to have listened to the other ones. Uh, so right now, Theo's uh, Bruno Wizardson, a fake wizard who's really the class of a bard, he got invited to a wizard's tower by a cat named Salem. He was contracted by a wizard named Arch- Archmage Archibald Cornelius Tinkerbottom III to defeat an ogre. He went to do that, and instead of uh, killing the ogre, you decided to get the ogre to sign a contract. <laughs> to swindle <laughs> to, him out of his land. To swindle him out of his land so you'd have to move out. When we last left off, you a door just opened. Salem has just c- come in to get you, and a door has opened into a, in the middle of a field, just a door to nowhere, similar to how you got to the fair town that you were just in. And through that door, you see the office of Archmage Archibald Cornelius Tinkle, Tinklebottom III. It is a round room that is uh, covered in bookshelves that go around the entire siding. There's a ladder. It's one of those ladders that is on wheels that I've always wanted to go on. I love those. And you see Archmage Shinklebottom at his desk, and he's turned around at the moment, and he's muttering into something. Uh, t- Tinklebottom? Wow, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, did, hello. Did, did Salem not tell you I was coming? No, I knew. I knew that I was just taking care of some business. I'll talk to you later. And he says into an orb and he quickly puts it into a shelf. He goes, mm, looks like you just came back from a successful ogre hunt. Although you're you're doing, you look pretty good. Doesn't well, look like you lost a lot of hit points. Well, thank you. I, you know, I, I like to keep it trim. Hmm. Well, uh, is the ogre dead? Well, in a, in a sense, you, you see, I've got, I got him to sign this contract, and soon he'll be financially destitute, and that's a that's a form of death. Oh, that's you know what? Kudos for creative thinking. That's thinking like a mage. Use bureaucracy to your advantage. I realized there were many resources here at this institution that I could take advantage of if I only put my mind to it. Well, as long as it wasn't uh, magically coerced, it should be all set. Not in the slightest. Do a deception check <laughs> for that. Didn't I get him to sign it without the charm person? I only charm person once. Uh... No, you charm person, Tim, to sign it. Okay, deception. Um... Please I think hold. I would have to look at listen back to old episodes, but I think you charm personed. I got a nine plus five for fourteen. Uh, you just barely he he looks at you and he goes, "Hmm, okay." 
Wonderful. You did a wonderful job then. Then the debt collectors will go and uh, sign on that debt. That's great, because I didn't know if you guys had debt collectors, but it's a relief to no, know you too. No, the bank does. We aren't going to send more people. The wizards are stretched out as it is. Oh, well. It'll, oh, <laughs> it'll stand up to audit, too. They'll do a quick detect magic, and they'll figure out what uh, what happened, and they'll just uh, kick just, him out. Just out of curiosity, what what's going to become of the fella? Oh, well, he'll kick, be kicked out. I mean, you already gave him a better fate than I would have. I would have just thrown a fireball in there That's and been done with it. Fair enough. I'll think of it as a mercy then. Yep. So hopefully this will all work out correctly and he'll every all the paperwork will be fine. Well, here's here it is. I'm happy to drop it off somewhere else if you'd like, but... No, 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 is. I'll Got take it. it. Okay. Oh, Salem. Salem, is that you also? He goes, yes, I'm here. Salem, be a good kitty cat and get me a latte, please. Oh, don't ask for the frappuccino. That's uh, a trap. Would you like one? As You know what? You're probably on your way out anyway. I'd take a latte. You, Salem, can you get him a latte to go? <laughs> Salem goes, fine, I can get him a latte to go. All right, so... I shall call upon you with my magical powers next time I have a mission for you. Thanks, Tinklebottom. Do I get anything out of having done this job? Yes! Okay. Salem, give the man his gold on the way out. And also, I guess you level up. Yeah! Well, Because <laughs> quite I, frankly, I don't know how, when to level you up. You didn't really fight anything, but you did a goof, so that's good. <laughs> I level up for goofs. This is the yes. best game ever. Yes, good goofs. Good goofs for everything. Uh, now get out of my office. I got a lot of shit to do. Okay, thank, thank you, Tinkerbottom. And Salem leads you out of the door that had closed and then opens up to a familiar waiting room. With a very tall desk with a very s much snoring dwarf up on top of it. Uh, <sighs> I'll go, I'm going to go yank on his beard again. Oh, look. It's a little, it's a little man. Oh, how was the trip to the fight? Did you, you don't look very smoldery. Did you not fireball him? I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I remember somebody saying I couldn't do this. Uh, well... Oh, uh, sorry. I was just passing some gas real quietly, <laughs> but now I told no. you about it, so it's not a good. <laughs> uh, no, I I believed in you. You just a little. You just a little guy. That just, uh, just little guys don't usually hold up other than Archmage Drinkable. He's a little guy too, but he's he does real good for himself. He's a very good wizard, and you seem to be a good wizard too. Thank you. That's all I was looking for. All right. I hope I get to see you again, little guy. I like you in your old man accent, but I don't know how old you are. All right. And he falls asleep. <laughs> I try to get out of there without inhaling too much of his gas as possible. <laughs> you cover your nose and quickly scurry off. Can, I, and... roi can I roll for uh, dexterity to avoid his fart? <laughs> I mean, yeah, go for it. <laughs> 
Oh, nice. A 14 plus 4. Okay, so 18. you got an 18. You were very dexterous, and, like, you saw the stink clouds. I get and, the fuck And out you, of like, there. dodged out of them, and you just... And you dive out. And Salem was like, did you really... Was, was that necessary? It's... This he, I hang out with him a lot, and he farts a lot. Maybe I'm getting <laughs> used to it. I don't know. I try to avoid smelling farts whenever possible. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Now, do you want me to... Do, do you want to wait while I get the latte, or like, do you want to go? Because we Is have there... a machine. There's also a Buckstar. There's, there's, oh, there's a Buckstar. Well, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm a slave to to Fantasy Corporation, so I'll come with you. All right, we can go. We can go to Buckstar, I suppose. And you, he saunters a little bit off by the light that's kind of filtering down from this from the ceiling because you're in the courtyard of this tower now this kind of main area that seems to go all the way up and it f- looks like it almost goes all the way up to the sky hmm. so right now it looks like it's starting to wane in light so it's getting oh, dark it's getting a little dark out yeah um and so he takes you to a <laughs> a, a little storefront and you see an employee wearing a visor with a green smock and she is a uh, uh a nice elf woman. She goes, "Yeah, what can I get for you today here at Bar Buckstar?" Are you? Excuse me. Are you drunk on the job? Am I drunk on the job? Wouldn't you be? I mean, what? Why would you even say that to me? Don't tell my manager, please. Well, I've got something perfect for you, and I, I'm gonna try to. <laughs> do I have any anything in my bag? Any like liquor? I can help <laughs> I just, her. I, I can help her out with. Seems I, like she's she's just trying to roll with it. I don't think you do, unless you like explicitly <laughs> <laughs> said I have liquor on me. Mm, I have rations, but I don't think that includes liquor. No, I don't think it does either. Well, okay. Well, uh, could you just put some in my latte for me? I, you know, life's is, hard out here. Hey, I know life's hard. I'm living it with you. I'm here in the real world. Listen, I'm an elf. Do you know how long elves live? I've heard. I've heard basically about it, elves. for an eternity. I've been working here for a hundred years. What that? What? How have you not moved up the management chain? I'm real I, lazy, dude. Like well, I don't want to be here. You should try investing your money. After a hundred years, that would be quite a sum. Yeah, that would take work though, and I just—I'm the kind of person who gets drunk on the job. All right. Well, help me get drunk on the job too. This is not a. You can go to a tavern. There's plenty of those. This is a place you wake up, not go yeah, to but, sleep. But I'm already here. Uh, no. What about for a gold? Oh, for a full <laughs> gold? She goes, her face lights up. She goes, for a full gold? <laughs> yeah, okay. I could do that for you, Wait, buddy. I don't, I don't have that much gold, do I? I don't think you do. I, <laughs> I, think, think, you, I think starting gold is like 15 gold. I think I still have 15 gold. I think paying her a full gold is really It's overkill. like a lot. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, I'm committed to it. I'm committed to the bit. Okay, so you give her a full gold. And she she like looks around, and then she starts pouring some some of the booze from her little thing. And Sam's like, I do. are you... Why? Why was... <laughs> what's the point? Like, you could get... You could get plenty for like not even a silver listen what's the point boozy latte you're just a booze hound aren't you you're just a big boozer a big loser boozer 
I shouldn't say that. We're kind of friends. We're kind of friends, and that's very rude. Yes. And I guess I'm not sharing with you, am I? That's, you know what? Fair, but also, I I don't think cats can drink. Have you tried? I just thought about it for a bit. I haven't, but I think... Salem, do you want to go get lit? I think I would die. I don't think that's how cats work. Just because I can talk like a human... (laughs) Science! Doesn't mean I can, like hang with them you know well we could go get you some catnip or some shit that's my shit don't you t- i listen i'm i'm growing some it's legal here well, it's well, well, great if it's legal you don't need to act all hush hush i don't want people to think i'm a big weed hound but you are aren't you Salem? i love that dank kush <laughs> what can i say it's some good shit. Okay, we're on the same page here, Salem. I understand you. Latte for uh, Bungo Wizard Bum. Sorry, I put in my name as Spider-Man. That must be somebody else. Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that's me. Hello. Yeah. Okay, here you go. Thank you. Uh, and then another person comes up and he goes, Aboodle Bitterbun! <laughs> and then he, he starts drinking his latte and he goes, Oh, this is some. Uh oh. Wait, oh, did something else my... get my boozy latte? I just. Uh, whoa, hey there! <laughs> Bitterbum over here and he's having a grand old time here at Bugstar. Sorry, is your name Bitterbum? Ah, uh, yeah! <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. You must be be my long lost relative. Well, that would be crazy, wouldn't it be? Anyway, I'm I'm feeling weird. I feel excited and down at the same, like up and down. Excited and sleepy. (laughs) Uh, Well, better bum, it's going to be a wild night for you. This is my special drink called the Sloozy Boozy Latte. Salem Salem looks at him and goes, did he just drink your alcoholic (laughs) Drink, I just, <laughs> bitter bump just, just goes is that a talking cat i just paid a full gold for somebody else to get drunk whoa you look <laughs> a good guy little guy there let's get out of here Salem. <laughs> all righty i'll come with you all right bitter bump's part of the gang now <laughs> he's a part of the gang so he now i have to roll stats for him so Okay. No, he, he does not come along. He's he's getting he's I'm, I'm going to go to sleep, but stay awake. And you go out of the big, big old doors at the front of the wizard tower into uh what is becoming nighttime. The lanterns that were going off when you first came to the wizard tower a few days ago are now coming on in, in kind of a really cool fashion, starting from the tower you see these kind of strings between each of the lampposts and it goes doot, 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 and uh, like like dominoes, it starts flaming all the uh, lanterns. Cool. And you are walking down the cobble steps and Salem, he's like, I'll walk with you for a bit. I'm just kind of chilling. This is the end of my shift, you know. When's your, where's your usual hangout, Salem? Uh, in the wizard tower. I'm kind of a, people don't really like a talking cat just hanging you know because they think i'm a big gossip but i'm really not you well, know what's, what's the goss spill, what? spill the tea salem we're good i buds. told you, you I'm, I'm not a big goss yeah but but we're good friends mm. it would be a cruelty not to tell mm. me just give me a little bit of the scuttlebutt salem. well well maybe you've been a bit of the goss 
I've been the goss. Yeah, you've been the goss around the. You're. They pulled a wizard off, some traveling wizard off the streets, and now he's doing some big ogre mission. Everybody loves doing those missions. Everyone loves these missions. Yeah, they get to. Do you know how infrequently people get to cast fireball? You'd think it'd be all the time. Everyone, they I've love heard that spell. Everyone loves a good fireball. They Tinkle Bottom even mentioned it a couple of times. Yeah, he does. He he loves it. Loves and so does a lot of those, well, I guess they'd probably be pretty upset finding out I didn't do a fireball, huh? Yeah. Well, maybe one of these days I'll show them with a ripe fireball. That'll be the day. That's anyway, right. I'm gonna go. Have well, fun. Good talking to you. Keep those big lips shut, Salem. You know what I'm saying? You big gossip. Do, do cats have lips? I know this is an existential <laughs> crisis. And you go down the street into kind of the darkness, and people are starting to come out. Sailors are starting to go to the bars, things like that. Uh, where did you, where do you think your group would be? Would they? Probably, we were down by the docks before, right? You were by the docks, and do you think uh, you'd be in an inn, or do you think you would? be more like in your cart that you travel I think in. they would have like a traveling like troop that they'd kind of be a part of. Okay. And they'd so, sit up there. So you, you kind of go outside of town a little bit. You just, you don't have to walk that far. It's more of like a, a clearing, like a, a, you know, in uh, old New Yorky kind of things, there's the, the empty lot mm-hmm. that people would play baseball in. It's one of those and it just has a cart and, uh, it's a pretty sizable cart. You guys can live in it. It's like RV. <laughs> it's it's the <laughs> RV of carts. Uh, I love it. And inside, you hear like frantic voices, and kind of just like, and then and then he was gone, and then he's so what, what are we gonna do now? He's gonna he's gone. Like, uh. I would have bust in and say, and then he was back. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey there, brother. So we were we were just wondering about you. What what happened? Wait, did did Salem ever pay me? Oh, uh, he did not. I think you get. Mm, would fifty gold be? That's fifty strangers I can get drunk. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is fifty strangers that you can get drunk. Yeah, he gives he gave you a little pouch of fifty gold. Wonderful. So I yeah I busted in and said, and then he was back. And he goes, "All right, brother. Well, Andrea was just telling about about your wizard tower thing and." We was just wondering, when are we gonna rob the wizard's tower? And well, end this... end of the. <laughs> That's how we're gonna end. Omg! Because we're at time of this. I didn't want to go too long with this. Well, what a twisty, turny sentiment. Yep. So that's the end of my segment. Uh, Theo, it's time for you to shine. It's who? It's it's all coming down to me, isn't it? Yep. I've got a segment for you. Do you? It's called. I'm ready. What does this rap lyric mean? I don't know. What does it mean, Theo? We've got a short one, uh, just a couple ones today, because I figured that uh, the D and D for two would go a little yeah. longer. So, I've got. We're returning to our good boy E40, who is just a constant source of joy and light in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Love that boy. Love that boy. So this is a song called "Function," the the remix of "Function" by E40. <laughs> okay. Got a couple lines for Wait, you here. Okay, so he, he just remixed Function. No, he he made the original song Function, and then he was also he also and then he it. also remixed his own song. That's a yes. that's a level that I haven't dealt with a lot. So here it is. Here's the, here are the lines. I'm gonna give you four lines. 
so and then the last word or the last phrase in each of these is like you know after they say it they have like the little like background voice yeah. that like says like ad libs it and i have to so guess goes, what these mean okay he goes ooh i slid into the function <laughs> the throw <laughs> that's the first line slid into the function throw the throw the throw slid look at okay, looking hella dipped saucy <laughs> Doesn't even rhyme. Let's go on. Lit like a strobe light. Like a strobe light? <laughs> These questions Hella diamonds on my wrist. Bling. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dissect. Let's dissect. All right. So he's going into a function. He's going to somebody's Christmas party. He wasn't invited, but he looks hot. He looks, he's bling. He's really. <laughs> he is hot as sauce. He's hot and sauce. <laughs> He, he's do he's got the watches on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's he's blinging it out it's yeah it sounds like he's going to like a, a the met gala the met gala is the throw yeah and is yeah, the throw right. is uh-huh. is th- thorough the famous <laughs> <laughs> he's going to meet thorough uh and yeah, he's he trying to looks, look especially dipped especially dipped what is he dipped in sauce that is the answer Saucy. dipped in he's, sauce so he looks what, like he, what, he's what wearing kind an of sauce what kind of sauce are we talking here? Hot sauce, some hot. hot. He's dipped in hot sauce. He's dipped in hot sauce. He is he a, just he's a tortilla chip. <laughs> what we didn't know is he's a sentient tortilla chip, <laughs> and he's a shiny. He's a blinging. And he has uh, and uh, on one of the chip. corners of the triangle is a watch. <laughs> As <laughs> one has just got like a baseball cap, and one's got like a, a, a watch, and the other one has a shoe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just comes hobbling in, and he's like, "I'm dipped." I'm di- saucy, saucy, <laughs> lit like a strobe light. Yeah, that's. I think this is pretty self-explanatory. Is that what it means? That's exactly what it means. Yeah, got, you nailed it. He's a tortilla chip. <laughs> <It's> not- <laughs> I knew it. He's a tortilla, like a nice corn tortilla chip. Great. Um. So the the meaning slid into the function. The function being like an event. Yeah. Like a party. Yeah. Looking hella dipped. Obviously, looking like dressed up, looking yeah, looking good. lit like a strobe light, lit up, yeah, lit up, a hill of diamonds <laughs> on my wrist, light up, up. <laughs> so I started blasting. So I started blasting. <laughs> All right, next line. Uh, I just like this last word. So he says, "We showed up with Efody. Yeah, we're like, what's happening, Wody? <laughs> <laughs> Both self-explanatory. Don't need to really. What's the us. what's the Wody? What does Wody mean? <laughs> What's Wody? It's it's him failing at rhyming, uh-huh. he, but he wanted to say "What's the word?" And Whoa! <laughs> Except he wants it in forty words or less. <laughs> what the word is? What's the Wody? Just the the concise like Woad. cliff notes of the word. Yeah, give me give me the deets, but not too detailed. But not too deets. Just enough so I know, but not enough that I incriminate. Yeah. All right. Next couple of lines we have. Is from a song called Dope Dealer. Okay. By Schoolboy Q and E40. This is going to be about how he's like, stay in school. Stay in school. Uh uh Don't deal drugs, except I'm a dope dealer. In the heart of the trap, you might find me slapping bones. Dominoes. (laughs) (laughs) The Skull King has returned. Oh, not the Skull King. He's back. Oh, no. (laughs) I must return to Hades. (laughs) Play dominoes. But my boy. (laughs) I must find her. So he's I think he's gambling. But is uh-huh. he doing it with dominoes? Who does like I can set up a great picture. Don't knock it down. Dominoes. Dominoes. 
And the next line is, in the thick of the soil, in the middle of a war zone, eating dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just don't understand. Why does everybody look so down? Oh, is it your house you guys, got blown up? Did you guys know Dom's delivers here? Did you guys know that? Hot and ready. Hot and ready for me. Hot and ready for me. They got a sick deal. Two for six ninety nine each. <laughs> Great deal here in the Middle East in this war zone. <laughs> yeah, they're just down the street. Yeah, <laughs> twenty four hour delivery. They didn't bomb the do- the Domino's. Oh, they just bombed oh, it. Oh no! It. What are we gonna do now? Now it's a real emergency. <laughs> now I understand the plight of these people. The real reason we invaded this country was for their Domino's. Was to instill Domino's. <laughs> to instill and install Domino's. What is the next line, my boy? Those were the two lines I wanted to point out from this song. Oh, okay. So in the in the heart of the trap, you might f- find me slapping bones, dominoes, so playing dominoes. Yeah. And then I this line in the thick of the soil, in the middle of a war zone, eating dominoes, I think suggests that he's just very comfortable <laughs> in a war, war zone. zone. Yeah, and he's he, so comfortable that he's just munching on some good za. I could not imagine. That's like a movie scene to me. Of just, like That would be in 21 Jump Street of just like, we're doing a drug deal or whatever. We're in a war zone, and it's just like, so what you guys, uh, you got the stuff? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Corporal, uh, we're not going to make it to uh, the rendezvous point. We're just, pe- we're, we're finishing up some za, dude. We're, we're just sitting up some, some, some za. Yeah, dude. That's yeah. that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we're not going to make it. Is the, wait, is that is that a siren? Get your pizza hot <laughs> Oh, so, oh, we're we're under attack here. We gotta go. Oh, uh, <laughs> they got some hot and fresh pizza, sir. We got some locals that are kind of getting rowdy here. They're just oh, it's just a ple- it's a pizza car. Who had who knew those were a thing? <laughs> that concludes this edition of what is this rap lyric mean? Wonderful. Do you have another segment, or are we wrapping up? All right, I think it is the end of the podcast, Theo. Wow, and I think the brightest should- candle burns yeah. twice as fast i think well. we should we should end the podcast here when we're on top with our dominoes so with thank you doms it doesn't get better than this we really made it this time oh, oh you slurped <laughs> you slurped some pizza that's how you get the cheese in there you know oh slurping some pizza is a real is a real bad thing slurping some zod slurping some when it's nice and greasy when you can really get that slurp oh, going that. <laughs> okay oh. and with that thank you everybody for just enduring our podcast we're sorry that we're ending it like this when we're on top we're no longer on top yeah uh thank you everyone if you have any segments or want to give us any feedback or want to just contact us segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com is our email hit us up at our twitter at segment city our youtube segment city hit up our uh reviews on any podcast network of choice that you have uh leave us star ratings reviews we love seeing them and also, we, we want to love to see it, and we love to see content Rachel. put out by oh, you. You jumped the gun. Yeah, I you was set setting me up. up. I set you up, I, and you d- jumped the shark. I Wait, do love to see right. Rachel Robinson because she's a great friend of ours who made our intro music, and she's a great person, and um, she's wonderful. She has a podcast called Create Loud that is worth checking out. Yes. Hey, another random podcast I'd love to shout out. I don't know this person, but I've been listening to a lot of Dissect. They uh, hmm. they actually dissect they actually actually go through rap music and dissect it um and i finished listening to the first season which goes through kendrick lamar's to pimp a butterfly wonderful series great podcast check it out if you're at all interested in rap music well i think we're gonna cut it there so thank you everyone except for theo theo's the worst all right bye ah